welcome to the Rules Dating Podcast. My lovely guest today, oh my gosh, am I going to butcher your name, is the very funny Gus Constantelis. Hi, thank you so much for having me. How are you? I am good. How are you? How has your pandemic been? You know what? Great. We are 11 months into this shit. Let me tell you. I really (laughs) reached this point where I'm like, like you reach this point where, okay, two months in, it's like, all right, you know what I mean? We might be out of this soon. And then during the summer, it was like, there's hope, you know what I mean? Things are opening slowly. And then around the nine month mark, I was like, just wear the mask. Just wear the mask. Uh, It's been nine months. It's so You don't know how to wear a mask at this point. Just kill yourself because you don't deserve to be here. And I know that sounds harsh, but like, I mean it. I saw someone at- Yeah, sorry. I saw someone in Times Square yesterday not wearing a mask in the Times Square like subway station, which you should be wearing a mask in that subway station no matter what. Yeah, we don't have to be in a pandemic. You wear it on a Tuesday. Thank you. (laughs) Exactly. It's disgusting. And he wasn't wearing a mask. He had two young kids. And I was like, you should die. Like, there's no reason you should be alive 11 months into this. I hate to break it to everybody. And I know that sounds crazy. And I probably will get canceled for this in 10 years. But... But I, it's like, you guys, come on, man. Like, just get it together. I, I just like, sometimes also it's like the most simple times people should be wearing masks. I'm like, how are you not wearing a mask right now? Like at like my corner bodega. Like, why is no one wearing a mask at the corner bodega? Why is no one wearing a mask yes. at the laundromat? It's like, these are like right. very, it's not like you're just put the, I, I'm confused. And now I do the double mask. I, I double my mask. I don't know if it does anything. I don't like, I do the same thing. I'm just like, you know, better safe than sorry. Here I am. People on the subway don't wear their masks a lot. I'm like, ugh. I took the subway for the first time yesterday in three months. And I was like, it's a, it's better. I mean, it was definitely better. It was less crowded. There was more people wearing masks. And then there was like a party that walked in, just like all five of them just like walked in and looked around. We're just like, okay, guess not. We're not doing that anymore. And it's like, what about me? What about the little gay guy in front of me? What about the other dude standing right there? No one cares about them. Oh, so you five just decided that you're going to have a, fun time on the two train but i gotta die because of that are you kidding me (laughs) what like what do you have to talk about on the train that can't just wait i don't understand like what you need to take you know what's also crazy is people on the train this is wild to me they come in not wearing a mask which is like first okay and then they eat every time i get in the subway there's a maskless person eating i'm like this is fucking crazy to me who eats on the subway anyway but why are you eating on the subway now Every single time, every single time. And the thing is, is the government really, real? like, I'm sorry, but like the CDC telling us 11 months into this to wear double masks now, I'm like, give me a break. Are you kidding me? Well, I guess like everything's been handled honestly horribly from the get-go. And it's like, you know, I mean, and it's like, and with these vaccines too, it's like, what's the rollout plan? What's happening? Like no one knows anything. Um, yes. So I think the whole thing's been handled horribly, but also I think people are doing the bare minimum. And I'm like, can you bear together? Because right. like, I mean, I there have been situations where have I taken risks I probably shouldn't have taken? Yes, but it's been, you know, 11 months, as you said. But there are people who like, you know, I see on the internet just live in like, it's not a pandemic, which I think is like crazy. And those are the people that are complaining about the economy being reopened. And I'm like, you 
you haven't been affected at all. Yeah. You were just in Colorado on a ski trip. You went to Florida over the summer. I saw you in Mexico, motherfucker. Like, don't even try right now to be like, well, it's been so hard. I've been locked up. I'm like, you know, it's dinner like, every night. I can't do this. 11 I know. months. Again, 11 months. I know. I'm just like, where? And sometimes I see the places I'm like, where even are you? I don't even know. I mean, I guess I'm just so in like my New York frame of mind. But it's like, I see people at restaurants. I'm like, where the fuck is this? Where are you right now? Like packed restaurants. I'm like, is this? Right. Right. I have, and I always look for like a caption or I look for like the the thing that says like, oh, pre-COVID or, you know, this is a picture taken years ago, whatever. And sometimes I can't see it. I'm like, this is what Florida is like. And you oh. motherfuckers have the audacity to complain to me right now. Florida Floridians? is no rules. Florida's no rules. Yes. It's crazy. It's wild. And Floridians having the nerve to complain about it is hilarious to me. When New York City has been shut down and cold for the last three months, I'm like, you don't even know. You can at least you can go to Disney World. Are you kidding me? I can't even go to Times Square without fucking nut jobs in my face. It's wild. Again, 11 months into this. And at this point, I can't stress enough how like the people complaining about it are the ones single-handedly holding this back every day. Yeah, I I agree. It's the same people who are always like, you know, I can't do what I want. And it's like, but it looks like you're doing what you want anyway. So yeah, you were, you're in Mexico. You're in Mexico. <laughs> they're, yeah. like, they're like, it got really hard, you know, not being able to do what I want. So I went to Mexico. Fuck you. Fuck you. Honestly, go fuck yourself. That's <laughs> what I want to say to these people. I've had enough. Like I literally have had enough. I, Amali, you call me on a day where I'm ready no. to snap. It's, Let's it's, talk about this. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. I feel, you know, I go through phases where it's like, you know, Molly, you have to embrace these times and use it to focus on your inner strength. And then yes. I feel, and then I'm like, it's okay. You're calm. You're taking it day by day. You're a strong, independent woman. And then like, oh my God, like one thing happened last week, a, a, just one, a slight blip in my life. And I just had a breakdown where I was like, I'm over it all. And it's like something completely unrelated to COVID. It's just like one thing goes kind of wrong and I can't handle those tiny things anymore because then it's like, and I haven't left the house and I haven't seen my family and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, it's just, it all boils over and I, I don't know how to have normal emotional patterns anymore. Right. I have no idea. Yeah. No, you're totally right. I feel that I had this, I've been having the same experiences and ups and downs. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, the CDC being like, now you have to double mask 10 yeah, months into this. Is I mean, just ho- it's just rich. It's just very funny to me because it's like, you clearly have no idea how to speak to people. If you think that like most of Americans are going to double mask, like you just don't know. I mean, I guess it's just like, this is why we have to, I, again, it, like it's, it's a reminder of like why for me personally, like, I know this is going to get political real quickly, yeah, yeah, but it's a reminder for me of like why Trump got elected in the first place of like, he was someone that was like talking to these people on their level and like politicians, like, you know, that, it, that people have issues with are don't do that. They don't know how to talk to these people on their level. And like yeah. the CDC being like, you have to double mask. It's like, you're dumb. Like you just <laughs> don't know what you, people are going to do. Let me tell you, uh, they're not going to double mask and they're not going to even listen to you because they haven't been. So yeah. you need to switch up your marketing team, buddy. Yeah. I think, you know, I think <laughs> CDC marketing is like, 
sometimes it's they'll send out these like did you see in um around halloween they had like a list of how to celebrate safely i'm like honey just because you put a cartoon ghost on there no one's gonna listen to like this isn't like no one's gonna listen to this the way you're formatting this like people are and i think now especially like people are over it to such an extent and it's like i wish like you know if if i think if they were and also like the fact that it's like so many times what they've said has changed from point to point to point and then just sort of being like, well, that's the way it is now. And I think everyone's like confused. Um, I think, but I think from the start and also it's just been handled terribly. And of course having like Trump in charge while it came about. Horrible. It's just the worst possible situation. The worst possible situation. It was like Democrats in 20, like we in 2016 were like, this is going to be awful. Like the worst, like we're all going to be dead by the end of his first term. Yes, And like, and we were right. I know. Like, we I, like, were right. <laughs> I thought it was like going to be like nuclear war, which is a fair fear, but it's like mass pandemic and just like a fucking idiot who doesn't want to follow anyone's rules or even like make it. It's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. To just pretend yes. it's not happening. But I guess that's his whole right. MO, his whole, right. I don't know, I don't know. All I'm saying is that if cauliflower can be considered rice, the CDC can get a better fucking marketing team. That's <laughs> all I'm fucking saying. <laughs> you're right. You're not wrong. You should go into the CDC camp, you know, you should apply to be their marketing <laughs> guy. It would just be me, like videos of me just yelling at people on the street, just being like, what is wrong with you? We're 11 months into this. Like, I'd watch what the are videos. you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it would literally be me screaming at people and then just being like, oh wait, uh, 11 months? Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, I'll wear my mask. <laughs> oh my God. It's just, I, you know, it's, it all, it all, boils together of just, you know, and then it's like the regular things you have to complain about. It's like, should I still be complaining about this? So like, so like this whole podcast, I'm like, I mean, I like sit like for the few first few months, I was like, oh, this is fine. Like being single, like great time to like reconnect. And by month six, I'm like, I am motherfucking bored. Where is a man Mm -hmm. to like engage with, you know? Um, And and it's not even like, I can't even like go out to a bar and flirt. Like I, it's so annoying. So I was like, let me start this podcast to just ask people how to date properly. So that way, when I eventually date again, I can do it in a way that I, you know, make wise decisions. Have you, okay, no judgment, no judgment. I just, after my rant about COVID, I feel like, you know what I mean? You might be like, I'm judging you, but I, listen, we all did. Yeah. During the summer, we all did shit. We all, oh, during we the all summer, did. I went out all the fucking time. Oh, I was yeah. safe. I was, I was wearing the mask. I was doing the thing. But at the same time, I was like hanging out places. Oh yeah. So, like, I would, I'm, I went to, I got drunk at the park numerous times and we're outside, times. but like, I, you, you can't drink with a mask on, you know? So it's like but, the mask's on, was, it's off. It's, it's, but it's fresh air. Was, it's like, and there was only 600 cases per day in New York. Yeah, so it was exactly. Like, so it's the, like the, the fear really wasn't there. And we were outside. It was different. So but have you been getting dick during the quarantine? Oh my gosh. So in my last episode, I talked to Brennan Sagal about this. I got it like once. Well, I broke up with my boyfriend in June and then I oh. like, and then I didn't do anything. And then I came back to the city in like August, September, and I hooked up like twice. 
But it was again, like in the phase where it wasn't like crazy cases. The first time I know everyone's doing it again, no judgment. Everyone did it. Everyone's been doing it. Don't worry. I I live with my boyfriend. So it's like, I don't really, have you been quarantining together the whole time? Yeah. we And we lived cause I moved in in December right before the quarantine. And that's so funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know, but it, yeah, it, we've, it's, it's been working. You know what I mean? Every day is a new journey. Do you That's have, all I'll say. This, <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> I know people who like moved in for the pandemic and then some of them are just like, keep on sailing through. And they're like, it wasn't as bad as I anticipated. And I'm like, huh? Lovely. Yeah. I mean, we definitely realized that we just need a bigger apartment, which is like, you know what I mean? If you saw our apartment, you'd be like, you two, two people should not be living in this yeah. small of a space pandemic or not, which Fair. is great. But like, right. And it's like, you know, next time we get an apartment together, you know, now there's going to be things that we'll think about in terms of like, we'll need a second bedroom. Like that's pretty big. So we can use that as an office. And I would like this type of bathroom and this type of thing. And like, you know, whatever. And like, maybe not on an avenue where it's, you know, whatever. But like, there's definitely things we've learned in that way, which has been, which have great for our relationship, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think also what I've said to people is like, even though this time sucks, for everyone. And I mean, people are dying. So this is like a very, very limited silver lining. But I think in terms of like relationships, friendships, um, it's sort of speeding along things that would have happened anyway. So even like in terms of things moving forward or things ending, it's like, you know, I think it's probably like my situation probably would have ended eventually anyway. It might've just taken us like a while longer to get to that point. But when like push came to shove, it was Mm -hmm. like not going to work. And I think that's the same for people who like moved in or like decided to keep living with their significant other to to figure out if it like would work long-term. So, and I also think that's the same for people that are quitting comedy that I feel the same way. It's like, yeah, you. it's like a bye bitch. Good. I don't have to wait with you around another year while you figure it out. Like I'll see ya. Um, I know. Right. I was like thinking about that. I was like, look at all these hoes just dropping like flies. I mean, here I am doing like one thing a week, but still I feel like I'm in the mindset you know, and me and Maggie have yeah. the show you're doing. Um, right, right. But like one thing a week is good. Like I think like averaging two, one, two things a week, like fucking yeah. You know what you should do right now? Honestly, comedians, all these comedians are out there trying bits. I'm like, just enjoy the time home because like, just wait till it's all open because like when it's all open, it'll just be like bam, 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 bam. bam and everyone's going to be like hustling for spots. So it's like, why yeah. not just like enjoy the nights off while you have them? That's how I've been looking at it. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If someone asked me to do a Zoom show after nine, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I am oh watching a documentary and I am getting <laughs> stones and watching a movie. I don't give a fuck about your Zoom show after 9.30 PM. Yeah. If a, if a Zoom show is late, I like agreed to do one and I realized it's in California time and it's at 10 PM. And I was like, oh my God, that's, so late and like now I used to be like work Mike Mike show Uber home at like 11 p.m. go to work the next morning and now it's like um I wake up I move to my desk work for eight hours a day and then it's like I can't do any I do maybe I do like one thing maybe maybe one thing a day I'm like when did I have the energy to do things before I'm exhausted I literally cannot believe that I used to wake up when I had an office job but I the last year before COVID I was working from home and like freelancing Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so I had kind of gotten used to the routine of it and 
you know, without like obviously the stand up portion. And I would like, you know, that in that way, I would wake up at like, you know, whatever, nine, 10, and I would work all day and write. And then I would go do mics at like five. And then it'd be like, Mike, Mike, show, show. And then like sometimes three shows and then like Uber home at one and then like wake up and do it all over again. I had an office job. It was like, I would wake up, I would go to the gym in the morning and That's I would crazy. shower and change at the gym. And then I would do a whole work day and then do like, Mike, Mike, show, show, be home at 12. And then just like, wake up, gym, office, show, show. Like it was too, I cannot even believe that my legs worked that way. It's wild. It's crazy to me that like I had the energy to like, Ugh, do anything I, like that. I, the other day I was like, oh my God, I have to pick up my laundry and I got to go to key food. And I was like, no, no that's I can't. too much. I got, I'm stressed. I'm, that's going to be a two day thing. <laughs> yeah. Last night it was like, Molly, you have to, you're, you're, I've I'm even done doing my laundry. It's like, I was going to drop my laundry off and go to CVS. Okay. And I was only going to CVS because I didn't want to go all the way to the grocery store when I only needed three yogurts. So I was like, Molly, you're walking to CVS. You're just I drop. feel that so hard. Right? I feel that. I, like the you idea, gotta get your yogurts. <laughs> I gotta get my yogurts and I don't want to get the cart. Like I have a little cart for when I go to the grocery store because then I walk back and it's like, I have all this shit. So I have my cart and I'm like, no, no, Molly, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not doing it. You're going to CVS, get your three yogurts. Also you need some eyeshadow and this is what we're fucking doing, right? So, this is so relatable. I go... <laughs> So I, and then, and then after all that, I didn't even drop my laundry off. It was like, you know what? CVS is enough for tonight. I'm going to drop my laundry <laughs> off tomorrow on my way to the post office. And you know what? I didn't do it again. I was like, I don't have the time to put my laundry in the bag and then run to the post office on my lunch break. Like it's just too much. And so I'm probably not going to do the laundry till tomorrow. I mean, it is what That's it is. Hilarious. That is so funny. I know literally like my boyfriend asked me to drop off the rent check one day and I was like, are you like, I panicked. I, <laughs> I had a full panic attack. <laughs> Cause I was like, I had already woken up. I'd already like started my day. And then it was like a wrench, you know? So I was like, no, 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 no. Can't yeah. It's this. like, I need preparation to do these things that like back in the day <laughs> I would just fucking do, but it's like, okay. I need is- one to two business days notice. I it's do. I'm okay. like, okay, I need this time to like really know what I have to like now on Sundays, I will line up what I have to do during the week. And it's only three things but it'll be like, what day am I going to do these three things that I absolutely have to do? And then half the time I just won't do them because it's like leaving my apartment after work once it's dark is just unbearable to me. And I don't know why. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't leave. Right. Well, the other thing is that I would, you know, if it was like 10 o'clock, I would always take the subway home. 11 o'clock, I would take the subway home. Midnight, I would probably take it if I was downtown. Do you know what I mean? Depending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. I would go... Midnight, I would check. I would check the countdown and I would see. And if it was reasonable, I would just take the train home. Now? Or I would... No. It was like 9.30. Oh my I was God. like, I'm not doing... Nope. Not for me. Not for my prissy ass. Like I was at my I, friend's house. It was 9 p.m. I was like... Or it was maybe it was it was either like nine thirty, maybe ten, and I was like, you know, and it's not a long subway ride, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna Uber. The Uber was fifty dollars, fifty dollars to go from Manhattan to Queens, and I was like, worth it. I can't get on the subway right now. I can't do it. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over I it. Know. It's no, I get that. I completely understand. I 100% understand. It's a, and I grew up here. I'm a New Yorker. Me I too. Don't worry. And it's I like, get I, it. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm usually so like, I'll, I can bounce back, but now it's like, what's the fucking point? Uh, I know. I know. Um, Wild. 
It, it really is. Um, so can you tell me about your boyfriend? Like, how'd you meet him? What the, what's the, like, what's, when did oh you start God. dating? What's the tea? It is an, it's, what's the thesis? It's, uh, <laughs> it's a really cute story, actually. Oh my God, um, tell I, me. so it was two years ago. Um, we've been dating for two years. He saw me do stand up and he was in the audience at a bar show of all places. I what was, bar? You know what I mean, like, what bar show? It was a $3 bill. It was Andy Egan Thorpe show at uh, Fruit Basket at $3 bill, which is a gay bar in Williamsburg. Okay, I don't know any of those things you said, but I'm I'm I'm. I know, and it was the first show he was doing, and I was like, "All right, cool. It's gonna be like a bar show. I can try out some shit, whatever." I had a set, and then I got a message from someone on Grinder like a few days later, and it was like, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know that you were so funny and so cute at that show the other day." And I was like, oh, you think I'm funny and cute? Let's fuck. Like, let's do this. Um, so, like, literally I went over to his place and, like, he just, he gave me an edible and he dicked me down. It was great. Okay. So, here's here's a question. So, being in the gay community, which I am, I mean, you know, I, like, I made out with girls, but I'm not, like, in the queer community, really. I've only dated guys. So, the thing people have always been telling me as a woman is, like, have sex with like whoever you want, whenever you want. Like I'm trying, like I tell myself, like don't anti, like no slut shaming. Fuck who you want, girl. But if you actually like someone as a woman, you have to sort of play hard to get, like do not have sex right away. Like you sort of have to like ease into it. But is that, so it seems like with gay guys, you kind of just fuck right away. Is that the case? Well, it is the case, but it's, not, it's you know obviously it's not the case for like every single gay guy, right, right, but right, it is right. for most. And there is definitely a different mentality. I would say that we're just a little more progressive, and I think that like the straight people are going to catch up when they catch yeah. up. I'm sorry. Like uh, the thing that I hate is when straight men are always like, "Oh, it must be so easy to get laid." I'm like, as a gay man, I'm like, no, it's not. I got to clean my butthole, bro. Like, no, it's not. Like. You don't have to do anything. Like, all you have to do is listen to the woman. Like, that's literally all you have to do. All you have to do is, like, show a little bit of consideration and you can get laid. But you refuse to do the bare true. minimum. Oh, they yeah, refuse I'm, to do the bare, literally the bare minimum. And I'm like, I don't so, have time for this. Right. And so, like, it is easier. And, like, we do fuck all the time. And, like, so we did. It's weird because it's, like, I always, I have this joke where it's, like, you know, with gay people, it's, like, first base anal, second base, you learn his name. And there is <laughs> truth to that. There that is, is so truth funny. to that. And I always say it's not because he tells you his name. It's because you look at his like credit card bill on the way out. You know what I mean? Like you look at his <laughs> mail and you're like, oh, nice. <laughs> oh, it's Aaron. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's how we met. And I, I literally, honestly, I had no idea like what his, I just did not know what his last name was. Um, but then we, the two days later, I was like horny again and I went over again. And then after that, we went out to dinner and it was really nice and we started dating. I think he was like, what really shocked me and what was like the moment where I thought like, oh, this is a good guy was when uh, I had a show and he had his company holiday party and he's sober. So he doesn't really drink. Oh, and, you know, holiday parties, are just like uh, everyone gets drunk. Oh, everyone just gets drunk and kind of inappropriate. Yeah. And then it's all like, haha, it's right. holiday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, ha ha ha. Like, uh, you know, Jim said something stupid again. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> each year, every holiday party gets downsized because Jim does something <laughs> stupid. Anyway, 
Um, I've worked at so many offices and I've gotten to the point where it's like, oh yeah, we can't do liquor this year because last year, you know what happened? (laughs) So it's a, it's a beer and wine only holiday party. I'm like, fucking get it together, man. Like, you know what I mean? You have a family. Um, (laughs) clean up your act. Okay. Let's go, man. It's just, it's, it's a one Tuesday night. Give it a rest. Okay. Um, uh, maybe just like include more fun in your life, Jim. Okay. So, um, get back to Dave. Um, he surprised me. I had like put up like, you know, obviously like shows that I was doing and he surprised me by like coming to a show that I had advertised on my Instagram and I like showed up and he was just there and he was like, Oh, I wanted to come support you. Cause I like, didn't really feel like going to that holiday party. Oh my God. And I just thought it was so so nice. nice. That's so nice. I thought it was so nice and so beautiful. And I was like, oh, this is a good guy. And he just like really, he just said a lot of things that were right. And he just did a lot of things that were right. And I just, you know, I fell for it. I fell for it. I mean, that sounds, you know, I I think uh, a big, I think a big problem for maybe for just like comics in general, but I feel like it's hard to get people that actually like actively want to support what you're doing without it's very difficult yeah and i've dated a, like, would, a lot of male comics and i think it's always like slightly competitive when i when you like you're a comic dating another comic but i think in general like a lot of the the guys that i've gone on dates with and they know i do comedy it doesn't seem like uh like it like they're like oh that's cool yeah like you know uh one here's some what's your best bit but it doesn't seem like i don't know like a supportive like <laughs> it's hard to find someone who like really buys into that and is like oh I want to like support you making that decision absolutely and I think like the the fact that he saw me doing stand-up and that was how he met me was like important and Mm -hmm. and valuable I think and the fact if I had bombed he probably would have been like I'm not gonna send him I'll fuck him but I'm not gonna date him um (laughs) yeah but it was something that was very important to me. And I remember like, even like the first few times we hung out saying that being like, Oh, if like, this is, if you're not supportive of like what I want to do, then like I fucking get out. Cause it's like, I, cause I told him, I was like, I've dated a bunch of guys that have like gotten in the way or thought I was going to spend too much time with them or thought I was going to get involved in all their lives when, and not focus on my own shit. And that just never worked out. And I realized that like the career and the thing that I want to do is more important than what the relationship may be. And you're going to have to respect that. And he was on board. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a thing people sometimes have difficulty with, especially men. I feel like men have like frail mm-hmm. egos. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely. I mean, so do I. But um, so that's really nice. Well, I had he- a guy that like. Oh, sorry. I had no, no, no. Way that I was I was dating, and and I, you know, it was like early on in my stand up career. This pro- the producer of Last Comic Standing had seen my set and really liked me. Oh my god! And she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." She was like, "Hit me up when you do another show. I will be there to see your set again, and like we can talk." Okay. And it was a really important show, and I was like prepping for it, and I was telling this guy that I was dating like how important it was to me and like what it meant. Like it could be big things and whatnot. The day of the show or the night of the show he decides to like pick a fight with me and then be like, I'm not coming to the show. Fuck you. And I had a terrible set. And this I had sh- a very similar thing happened to me with an ex-boyfriend. Yes. And uh, let me tell you that for me is the biggest red flag. Fucking cut those people out right the fuck away. Don't even give them a second chance. Just write the fuck away get those people out of your life. That's what I feel because I had a terrible set that night. And the producer said, I don't think you're ready. 
And it just like, yeah, that was an opportunity that could have like, that was such a great opportunity. Reflectively. Now I probably would be like, Gus, you were uh, too early in your stand-up com- career, career in quotes. Yeah. To have been doing anything like that. But it's still. It's the principle of the thing. It's because it's like that, that would only happen more and more if we kept dating. Yeah. I, I, had, a, I had a similar, semi-similar situation. And I it was like a stupid like comedy competition. But it actually was like a couple times kind of weird things happened if I was in a comedy competition. But this one time, like, we got in a fight day of, and I just, like, it wasn't, like, a huge deal, but, like, we stopped talking that day, and he didn't say, like, congratulations or good luck or anything, and then the next day, I was, like, that really, like, messed with my head that I hadn't heard from you, and he was, like, oh, I didn't think you'd want to hear from me because we were in the fight, and it's, like, of course I want to hear good luck, like, you, it's, like, it, like, it fucks with your brain, I'm just, like, what? Right, so right, stupid. right. Yeah, right. uh, I say cut those motherfuckers out right away. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to get better at cutting people from my life, but also at the same time, not cutting out people that don't deserve it. <laughs> I guess I'm trying to find a balance. Well, right. Of who I, I, I know. Should. Well, I, the, the pandemic has been really good about like helping you weed out people, which is. Oh, good. sorry, I just interrupted you. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. That's uh, that's. Also, I just, yeah, no, that's the thing where like the pandemic, I think has like shown me like, oh, who I can rely on. And, you know, this is going to sound incredibly, you know, cheesy, stupid, but I also think the pandemic has taught me that like in the past where I sort of like relied on every other person to make me feel better about myself. And when they weren't there anymore, because of like things that happened, which is like sad, um, that really, I have a, a lot of, uh, strength inside myself for myself, weirdly. Um, so I think that's been a positive, um, out of this is sort of like to be like that. I don't need anyone to help me sort of live my life. Cause I think for a while I was like, Oh, I could never like go through life totally on my own. I don't know if that makes sense. Not like without partner no, so much, but like without someone sort of like guiding me and, uh, I'm kind of doing it now. So I'm like, that's cool. Um, but no, it makes complete sense. I think I used to, wait, how old's your boyfriend? Is he older than you? He's 10 years older than me. Oh, how old are you? Are you in your 30s? I'm 28 and he's 38. Okay. So, okay. So like 10 years older. So, but you're still both like adults, Mm -hmm. you know? How Um, old are you? I'm, how old am I? 29. I just assume everyone's Ah! like 25 or 30. I don't know. You know, I like, I don't know how old people are. Um, I, yeah, I see that. I forgot how old I was. And then I tweeted like something about being 29. I was like, oh, you know, me at 29. And I thought I like looked at that tweet like two days later. I was like, I'm not 28, yeah. you fucking idiot. Yeah, I, I keep telling people I'm 30. And then I'm like, I'm not 30. I mean, and it's like, who cares? But I'm always like, I keep I'm just like, Molly, you know, slow your roll. Um, but I also think that like, uh, maturity comes with age sometimes in terms of like finding a, a partner. Um, because, uh, I also think men sometimes have maturity, are you, do you think you're mature <laughs> for your age? You know, I actually, you know, I've always, always, always been told that I'm, I've been mature for my age. Like since oh, I was really? like 10, I've always been told that. Yeah. And it's because I had, um, it's because my parent, my mom, 
doesn't speak English and my dad doesn't speak English very well. He speaks English, but not like as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I had two older brothers that were five years older and 10 years older. And then I had a lot of my cousins were also in that same age range of like, you know, between seven and 10 years older than me. And so I just didn't have a lot of like kids my age in like the home and then like around me, even on the block. And so I guess it just kind of like, I never really got to just be like four years old. I was always just like an eight-year-old or like a nine-year-old. And then when I was eight, I was a 13-year-old. And then when I was nine, it was just like, I never really got to be the age that I was, I guess. And so like, I don't know, it doesn't bother me, but I have always been told I'm mature. Yeah. And like people, you know, I think my boyfriend's family is, thinks I'm like very young compared to him and thinks like I'm a baby. Like they've made some comments about it and I'm like, whatever. But like, (laughs) For me, I'm like, I'm like, I see you twice a year. Just be fucking nice. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Like, what, like <laughs> just say hi. Merry fucking Christmas and let's go home. Like, enough of this. Like, come on. We're starting shit. Like, I see you again twice a year. Um, anyway, so he, um, but like, for me, I, like 38 makes complete sense to me. And it has always made sense to me. Yeah, because it's just where you're I've just been mentally. used to that my whole life, really. Have you always dated guys older than you? Kind of, yeah. I mean, if we've dated for a long time, they've always been at least a little older than me. I find that with if it was guys at the same age, there was a lot of that, like, I was very ambitious. And I if yeah. they were very ambitious, it was ahead. If if they weren't very ambitious, it was like, uh, like, fuck you, man. It was always just didn't work out. So I was like, whatever. Yeah, I uh, I had a guy I had a guy break up with me because he was like, I think you're only a bottom and you can't top. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I I was like, give me a break. Like you, uh, like relax. I was like, you sound like a bottom right now. Is what I wanted to say to him. Uh, um, people break up with each other for that. That's yeah, wild. Literally, to me. and he yeah, never even I, I, asked you to try. No, never gave me a chance. And that for me is immaturity. It really yeah. is. It's it's the sense of like oh, I can't possibly compromise with a person. And so I'm just going to end it. It was so stupid. I had like just seen Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again in theaters. And he was like, can we meet in this park? And I was like, sure. And I was like on a high after watching that movie because it's so fucking good. Oh yeah, I I love Mamma Mia too. It's so good. I was jazzed. And I like show up at the park and he was like, I think you're a bottom. I want to break up. And I was like, great, bye. And then I was like, mama mia, here we go again. It was great. And then I like went and did a mic and like I did a mic and I just like bitched about him for five minutes. I was like, you're the bottom. And then just. Wow. That is wild to me that that is a reason you break up with someone. So it's like, so my, my dad's gay, but I feel like he was like, I mean, he was, okay, so I guess he moved to the city in, like, the 80s and was bi, you know. Uh, He's not bi, though. He's gay. But then it was, like, I hope my dad doesn't care. Whatever, he's not going to listen to this. Um, But then, like, it was AIDS. So he was, like, you know, for my, like, and that was, I think everyone was, like, confused, like, what AIDS is, but, you know, how, but... um, (laughs) He was like, oh, no, I know a lot about the AIDS crisis. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, yeah so he, no, that makes complete sense. So he was wow. like, I'm going to stick with women now just because like, we don't really know what's going on. And no, then that he, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then he met my mom and he married my mom. And I think, Oh my God, someone is, did you hear that? Someone was calling me. Um, and then he married my mom and 
I guess was with her for a while. So by the time he, and then he had kids and like, he recently just told me that he sort of like, he like you, like he, he was gay and like out as gay, but he wasn't really dating because he was sort of like focusing on us and making sure like we were acclimated for the world. I was like, okay, dad, like you could have dated, but whatever. Um, so I don't think he really like, and maybe I don't know my dad's life, but I don't think he really like played the field when it was like young, when he was like young, like in his like very youth. I don't know if he experienced like the gay culture. And since I've known him, he's had like a couple serious boyfriends in a row. So I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I wonder what my dad's been up to, you know, like what's he gotten himself involved in, in the past that I don't know about. But he never like has stories like that. And I think maybe he'd tell me, but it's always like. Well, I think I, yeah, I mean, he's not going to tell you outright, like, well, on this bottom and this top, but I think that eventually yeah. I think you will get there because right. I, you know what? It's funny. Cause I have been, I've been like talking to my mom a lot lately and mm-hmm. like asking her like really deep questions. And like, she's really been opening up to me and like, I've learned so much about her that I like never thought you know, was true or anything. And it's actually been good. So I think one day you have to just like get drunk or like get high with your dad and just be like, dad, are you a top? I need to know. Oh my God. My dad's definitely a top. I just didn't feel it. In oh my yeah, soul. yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. it hasn't been said, but me and my sister have discussed it. And that's how we both feel is that that is what, that is his truth. That's hilarious. Um, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to speculate. Um, but I like, yeah, I, <laughs> I wonder like what he's been, what he's done in the gay community. I know like when I was younger and he was out, he used to like go away for like weekends to Vegas with like a bunch of gay guys and just like do drugs. So I'm sure he got into some stuff yeah. doing that, you know? Oh, always, of course. Um, yeah, so funny. But yeah, but he's just had like two pretty steady boyfriends and they their breakups weren't very dramatic or interesting. Actually, one's his husband now, that. so they didn't break up at all. They're married. I was um, like, wait a minute. Uh, what? That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I love that for him. I actually love your, I love your whole dad life, actually. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's. In I fact, think, I'm actually going to do that. I'm going to marry a woman. I'm going to get you should, her you pregnant should. and have a kid and be like, I'm gay. And then just have two steady boyfriends and that's it. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, I mean, I'm sure maybe he dated some other people that I don't know about, but there was one guy that he brought to everything. and was like, this is my really good friend. And I'm like, that's your boyfriend, but okay. <laughs> For like oh. six years. I know. Oh, I love that. And I was like, oh, my poor little dad doesn't think he can tell me this guy's his boyfriend. <laughs> oh, and I, I have a gay cousin who's like much older than me. He's like 20 years older than me. And yeah. he's like going with this theme of like, all oh, my family is so much older than me. And they always said that like Tom was his friend. And then me and my little cousin, Stemmy in Canada, were like, because they live in Canada. Yeah, yeah. She was like, we were, we were both like, uh, maybe like, you know, 10, 11. And we just like, kind of like went into one of the rooms and we were like, yo, cousin Chris is gay, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Yeah, like I remember he like one time brought his friend to Thanksgiving and like we had this fam like these family friends that always came and I remember pulling my friend into the bathroom and I'm like, "Okay, so no one says it, but that's my dad's boyfriend." All right? Like <laughs> she was like, "Okay, I, I don't that. care." Like whatever, you know. You got to be like, you got to spread the gossip. I was like, "No one says it's his boyfriend, but we all know that's his boyfriend." So That's but, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you and your boyfriend have been together for two years, you said? Or that's how long? Yes. Yeah. 
and it's my longest relationship. I was just, that was my second date. question. Yeah, How? it is. I, that's, oh, sorry. No, no, I don't no. want to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. Um, I was just wondering what your like typical relationship timeline is. Um, my average, like my average, my batting average. Yeah, 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 Um, it's probably like three months or two, two and a half, three months. And are you, it's like, you know what I mean? I say a lot of people are my boyfriend, but it's like, it's like (laughs) not, it's like someone I did. It's like, you know what I mean? Cause it sounds easier. Like I'll say my ex or this person I dated, but like, it sounds easier than like, I, you know, someone I saw for two and a half months, very regularly that just decided that he was like, you know, not interested in me anymore and just didn't want to tell me. So I just spent another few months just like obsessing over that fact and listening to a lot of like somebody else by the 1975 (laughs) and then just like eventually getting over it and moving on. Like, that's what I mean. And so this is, yes, my first real boyfriend. (laughs) Oh, that's so lovely. I I feel like my ex-boyfriend was like my first like serious real boyfriend too. Um, that wasn't just like, actually, no, I had one boyfriend before, but we were together for like six months, but this guy I was with for like two and a half years on and off. So I was like, oh, that's like an adult relationship. I'm fully grown now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting. Uh, everyone's telling me, people tell me I should just like date older guys, older guys in like finance is what I typically hear. Yeah, but be careful. Be careful. Because a lot of trumpets, a lot of little trumpets are in that world. Oh, that is true. And the older thing, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I I don't like how I don't know how to like meet people in a nap. Like, I guess comedy shows sometimes I can meet people at. I'm not like, are you an app person? I was an app person. I did a lot of grindering. You know what I mean? So I. Okay. Here's my question about grinder. It is based apps, on. Go for it. Okay. It is based on how far away you are from each other in a given moment. Yes. So how did your boyfriend find you on Grindr if he watched your show the night before? You also lived near each other? Yes. So he was, we were, so we were both in Williamsburg for that show and then okay. I was living in Prospect Heights and he was living in Park Slope. So we happened to be in the same area again. And he was like, and that's when he DM me and he was like, oh, where do you live? And then I was like, oh, you're so close. Let me bike over and get your dick. So it's, is there, do you pick the distance parameters ahead of time? You can. So the way it doesn't work like Tinder where it's like swipe, swipe, swipe. It's just like a grid of people and you pick from the grid. And it says like, you know, the person next to you, cause you have like, it starts with you in the top right or the top left corner. And then the person next to you is the person closest to you physically at that point. And then the person next to them. And then it just goes on from there. You can oh. set it. So it's like, yeah. And there's filters where you can like filter out, like, you know what I mean? They've removed some of these filters, but back in the day you could filter out like specific races, which is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Oh I know. My God. That is They just removed wild. that feature like last year. Yeah, I know. Isn't it fucking wild? But there's so many racists on that app anyway. A lot of white gays are fucking racist as fuck. Well, they'll be like, I don't, pref- I, uh, you know, white people only, you know, it's just a preference. And it's like, ah, right away. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Do they still do the thing? Didn't they also do like, um, like body type? Is that also still a thing? Where they're like, I no fat body type is a thing. People, people. Yeah, no, no fat people is a whole thing. But there that is, is like a- 
I know it's wild. And then you can filter out people based on that, which is even crazier. Um, and so, yeah, you can filter out people and then you can also set it. So it's like only the people in the first five miles or whatever. Oh my gosh. Wow. Honestly, you can also set it like worldwide. So if you're like, you can also like plan your like vacation. So if you're going to Boston, like next for a weekend trip, yeah, you can set it. So it's in Boston and look for people in the Boston area and be like, Hey, I'm going to be in Boston next Friday. Why not? Fuck. Oh my gosh. So you, so can, you can like preemptively like- plan to fuck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This might be too personal of a question. I'm not even asking for like you, but do, is there, are, are, are condoms a thing in the gay community? Like are people into them or not into them? I will say that the predominantly, no, people are not into them. I mean, I, you know, the last few years I was using Grindr, like the norm was no condoms. Right. I was just wondering like what the vibe is. Like, if you're going to someone's house, do you bring a condom with you? No. I brought (laughs) poppers. Like, I brought, like, I would bring, like, thing. You know, I bring other things, but never a condom. That's just funny. But, like, it was just, it's just, you know, and because of PrEP, that drug. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. The anti-HIV drug, you know, pretty much most of the gay men on the app are on that pill. So there really wasn't anything to worry about in terms of HIV. It was, you know, it's still more, you know, you could still get chlamydia, you can still get gonorrhea and herpes and, you know, whatever else, but, but you're not going to get HIV, which fine, whatever. And so, but no, I would say like predominantly no condoms. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of gay people out there that use condoms regularly. And I think that's great. I, you know what I mean? Good for you, but that's just not the norm. I mean, I think a lot of people my age also like the, like, uh, straight, men and women that I, that I know, like my age, like never use condoms either. I was like, Oh, does no one use condoms anymore? I guess condoms are not because every, because women are like always on like the IUD, the pill, there's like so much stuff. So I guess people out here just raw dog in it constantly. It's a terrible practice. I have to say, I mean, I did it. I, I know I'm just gonna be on. Like, I really no, yeah, personally yeah. feel like Like I did it because I was on prep and I was like, you know, raw dogging every day after prep, but like really honestly I really think that people should just go back to using condoms and I think it's stupid of us that we have it and like the fact that like the norm has become not to use condoms it like only solidifies the fact that we're like 11 months into this pandemic at this point because it's like we were never gonna do this we're never ever gonna be it's just not gonna happen if you ever Um, can do something like not put in the effort to do something like to take an extra precaution I feel like we as a society will not do it Right. Right. It's just not going to happen. And I also feel like, um, you know, what you really don't want happening is like, you know, diseases that are not HIV mutating because people are spreading them rapidly. Oh yeah. Like the gonorrhea strain, like the bad gonorrhea strain that happened. Yeah. Right. And that, you know, you can't, if you're raw dogging and even if you're on prep and you're on birth control, you still can't protect yourself from any of those diseases. And so it, it only takes, again, it takes one person for it, for that to mutate in, and then it becomes a huge problem for everybody. And so that's how I feel. I think that people should be using condoms and be safer, but like, again, it's normal not to, and like, I'm not sex shaming anybody. I did it for years. Oh yeah. Condoms, I mean, for my own, fine for me, but 
Yeah. Like for, for my own peace of mind, like with my ex-boyfriend, I was on the IUD and like, we'd been together for a while. So like that was fine in my, I'm like, whatever, I know you. And then we got, like, got tested. I was like, we're chill. Um, but like for my own peace of mind with people I don't know as well, I'm like, I don't want to like knowing my mind, if like some weird thing happens, I will obsess over it. So I'd rather just give myself the precaution of like not even having to right. deal with like a weird anxiety, you know? Yeah. Listen, a year ago, if you had asked me that question, I'd be like, fuck it, raw dog every day. But like a year into this pandemic, I have to be like, public health wise, yeah, I think we should all get back on condoms. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, wear a like, mask, wear two masks, wear two condoms on your dick and then get back to me. All right. Like if, if I'm going to rant about wearing a mask at t- in Times Square, I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to be consistent here. Yeah. 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 Got to wrap it up, wrap up the face, wrap up the dick and let's go get this country back to where <laughs> it belongs, you know? Um, cause yeah. I feel like I had another question for you, but now I don't. Yeah. What was it? I, uh, um, oh, have you ever been in a, uh, now I'm just asking you lots of questions. Have you ever been in an open relationship? No, I have not. And the relationship I'm in now is not an open relationship, which is a decision that both of us made together. Oh, and so you like talked about it. Yeah. We talked about it when we were dating, like before we, you know, really made it official and like how we felt about that. Cause I actually like, I yeah. think it's interesting. I mean, I think it works for a lot of people. I think Sorry, I just burped. Um, <laughs> totally fine. I'm having a carbonated beverage. Um, I, I saw, are you having but, that rosé cider beer? Oh, I love it. It's the Me too. I have it in my fridge. I was like, should I drink it for this? And then I was like, no, wait till you're done and you can unwind. But I have it with yeah, right now. It's so good. It's, they're my favorite things in the whole world. Me they're too. So they're so good. Um, so the, the blood orange flavor is also really good. Oh, I haven't ha- saying, I've um, only ever had that one. Yeah, the blood orange one is good, and the but the the sangria one is a bust. I'm sorry, okay, I'm okay. not gonna. I'm not gonna try. I'm not even. Go. Gonna, not even gonna try it. I said it. Um, so no, I mean, listen. I think it's interesting. I think it works for a lot of people, and it's worked. I know couples that have been together for like 30 years that have been in an open relationship for most of it, and it's like worked smooth sailing for them. And I know couples where you're like, oh, this is the last straw. Do you know what I mean? Like this is, you know. This is all, this is over soon, and so we're just testing it out, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I feel like I actually know both too. Um, but sorry, I feel like am I stereotyping gay people right now? But my dad was like, "Gay guys always want to be in open relationships," and I was like, "Is that true?" <laughs> I don't think that's true. Again, I'm but but, uh, but again, because like you know, it's like with the condoms and everything. I just like I don't want to speak for everybody, but I can tell you what the norm is, and I think like. For in this case, the norm is actually more 50-50 than we think it is. Interesting. To be honest. I mean, also... Because before I was... Oh, sorry. Well, also, my dad's, like, from a different generation. So I don't know if he's, like... I also think it's, like, if he's friends with a bunch of older gay guys that were repressed for years and pretending they were straight, you know, and then maybe once they've, like, now they're in their middle age, I don't know, like, what the, maybe they're just, like, living their life, you know, like, I don't know if it's not, it's not the same, like, generation, so, but he's the person, like, I have gay friends, too, but I guess, like, I, he's the person who, like, I, I go, I go to for most of my, like, you know, dating, gay dating drama, um, and he was, like, oh, Molly, let me tell you, gay guys, love to be in open relationships. And I was like, is that true, dad? Are you, or are you incorrect? 
No, he's totally right. He's totally right. I just think like before I was in a relationship, I was like, everyone I knew that was in a relationship was in an open relationship. So I was like, oh, this is what everyone does. And now that I'm in a relationship, I know so many couples that are not in an open relationship and are like, I would never do that. That's not for me. And so it's just like, I think it's like just just different. Yeah. I think it is like one of those things that's like, I guess like a stereo a stereotype that like goes around. I don't, that- know if it's a st- I don't know if it's a stereotype, but I definitely think that like, I don't know if it, I don't know if the number is exactly, it might be 60, 40, it might be 50, 50, but I think that like a lot of guys are, a lot of gay couples are, and, and a lot of gay couples aren't, wow. but I don't think it's the stereotype. I think your dad's pretty, pretty right. <laughs> Eric, he makes, yeah, a lot, yeah. he makes a lot of blanket statements and I'm like, I don't know if this is accurate, but all right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for, you know, keeping it a hundred with me. Um, but he was like, I only ever have one partner and I'm like, good for you. I'm happy. I'm happy. You're happy. All right, father. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's my, he's my go-to, but also he's like from a different generation. So I'm like, it's probably, uh, a, uh, a different thing. Um, so do you and your boyfriend talk about like future plans? Like, oh yeah. All the time. Oh, so it's like, like you plan to like get married and all that jazz yeah we talk about the we talk about the wedding we talk about the marriage we talk about like you know that kind of future and like you know like where we want to live and like ideally like what kind of thing we want to live in for the rest of our lives and you know with the the it's easy because the kids discussion is just like I don't want to have kids so it's like oh neither of you do yeah so it's an easy breezy cover girl I think he I I really don't want kids and it's never really changed in like Mm -hmm. my my people are always like you'll change your mind and like the older I get the more I'm like I yeah should have done this by now like I am too tired I should have done this already people no say the way. same um, thing to me and I'm just like I yeah. don't know man I mean if it if it kicks in it kicks in but right now I'm like that seems like a right. shit ton of work a uh, so uh, much and work. I think with women people are so much worse to women with it like with dudes like with me it's like I'll just be like, well, I don't really want it. And people will be like, oh, well, they'll pry a little bit and then eventually just be like, okay, well, well, he has to adopt something. You know what I mean? Whereas with you people, I feel like with women, it's like this constant badgering that is unnecessary. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's more just like a lot of like, oh, well, and I think there is a certain like truth to it where I think women do, like, I think I have heard my people that I know as they get older, they really like do start to want to have children. Um, just me personally, I have not had that feeling, I guess when I was younger, I assumed it would just be a thing that I did because that's how life worked, but it was never like something like, can't wait to have a child. And now like, like, as I've been doing comedy and like over the past several years, I'm like this, like, I, I'm not even a fully formed person yet. You expect me to raise a person. I don't have any money. Like, this is crazy to me. Like crazy. How am I going to do this? Yeah, I know. And the thing is, is like, I, I, what, I just like don't want it. And that should be something I think people should just respect at the end of the day. I think with I, kids, I, like when people don't want kids, I think some, like for some reason, that's a thing people just don't want to hear. They're like, but they give your life meaning. What do you mean you don't want kids? And that is like, even, and the thing is, is even my really progressive friends will do it. And it's like, you, uh, it's for me, it's akin to being like, what are your views on abortion? It's like, I just don't want to have kids. I just don't want it. Don't cry. Like you don't need to ask me any further questions. You don't need to badger me. It's a feeling that I have. It doesn't, 
for me, bring meaning to my life. The first time I held my nephew, I said, wow, I'm going to be a good uncle. Fuck this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, hey, 100%. I'll give this kid five bucks every time I see him. But otherwise, I don't want him running around looking like me and saying my name. That's it. <laughs> Call me dad. I don't need that. No, it's like, I love, hand me a baby, I'll hold a baby. I love a cute baby. I Like, a baby walks by, like, on the street, I'm like, oh, my God, that baby is so freaking cute. But the idea of, like, having my own that I, like, raise and is, and I'm responsible for, to me, it spells out, like, a death sentence to my own life and my own, like, growth as a person. And I, I don't I feel like I that. should feel that way if I really wanted to do it. Like, but I feel like it's, like, giving up on myself almost. And but it's, but it's, yeah, yeah, but it's not. And I, I just feel like I, I really like imagine my future. And when I imagine that future, like ideal, perfect thing, I like, there's never a little Gus running around doing wacky shit. It's always just like, you know, like me in a penthouse, just like living my life. And that's fine. And I think I would be more than happy doing that. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't think I like at definitely right now, like don't really want a kid. And I've never been like, Oh, a kid would like complete my vision of my future. Cause I think right now it's like, I don't right. even know what my, like, all I keep thinking is what if I had a kid and then it was like this pandemic, like what would I have done with a child 24 seven? Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, and it's, for me, it's like super, it's like the only real mainstay of like the sixties in a way it's like people are still in this mindset of like, you need to create the nuclear family. And it's like, I actually don't like, I haven't had to in decades at this point. Like, I don't know why this is still like the norm for people. Like the truth is, is like, it's 2021, go do whatever the fuck you want. And if it makes you happy, great. If, if, unless you're hurting people, if you're not, if you're hurting people, don't fucking do it. But right, unless right. if you're not hurting anybody and you're doing what you love, that's what you do. It shouldn't have to be like, okay, well, I'm 27. Now I have to buy a house. Oh, I'm 32. I have to have a child. It doesn't have to be that way. Like find success and find happiness in your own way. And that's what's important at the end of the day. And like badgering me about whether or not I want to have a kid is like not useful. Not you specifically. Sorry. I just mean like what other no, people no, no, to I, me. No, I feel the same way. Cause people say it to me. And at a certain point it's like, yeah, think what you want. But like, I don't think you're like listening to me when I'm telling you like my feelings on the subject, which is like, I think everyone just has their own expectations. And I think people who know me are like, oh, but Molly loves kids. Like Molly would be a great mom. Like Molly is going to be a mom. And I'm like, okay, like, thank you, I guess for having faith in me. But like, I don't want, but don't put like your, your like, feelings or impressions or desires on me. That's like your own, I don't know. Right. But absolutely. I agree with you. I agree with you. But also I feel like it's a career. It's like a comedy thing too, because it's like, I, I can't do comedy and have a child in my mind. I know, you know, know. like my mom had me and like it ended her career. (laughs) So maybe this is personal, but like she was doing comedy and then had me and my sister and it, like she still did comedy, but it wasn't like what it was, you know, like she couldn't get up for a while. And then like, she was older and I just don't want to like lose my momentum and just sort of like for a baby. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'm not like emotionally available, but I'm just like, that's crazy. 
Because, and and honestly, I'll say it's because I think society has conditioned you to believe that if you don't want a baby, you must be hurt or emotionally unavailable or something's wrong with you. And it's like, actually, I just believe if you don't want to have a baby, you just don't want to have a fucking baby. And it's not that complicated. Yeah. yeah, And so don't, I think you should not feel that way. And I, I think that, you know, it's like, it's totally valid that you feel that way. But like, I think that that has been a thing that has been put on to you because of society and not because it's really important at the end of the day. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Sorry. No, 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 no. Totally makes sense. I feel like, you know, society's putting shit on everyone all the time. And I think what the pandemic has also taught me is that that really doesn't matter because the world could literally end tomorrow. And then who gives a fuck what society wants you to do? Because here I am. Here we all are sitting in our living rooms doing fucking nothing anyway. Okay. So every, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I could have a date. Like I would have a schedule for when I want to accomplish everything, but it's like, then some shit like this happens and you truly are just stuck with whatever's happening. You're, uh, you're gooped. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, oh, well, right. You make, we make plans and God laughs. Isn't that the expression? Wow. Do I feel that? <laughs> it's true. But I laugh with him. Let me yes. tell you, I'm back. <laughs> I'm there like, this shit is funny. All my life's in ruins. This is hilarious. Sometimes it is like, you just got to laugh at how it's all falling apart. Yeah. Um, But did you want to promote anything before we hop off? Like, uh, oh, your social media. You can follow me on constantly Gus on all the, uh, the platforms and whatnot. Uh, It's pretty consistently. You can, it's even my Venmo. Hello. Um, (laughs) You are not the first person to provide their Venmo information. Do not worry. I don't know why I do that. I'm just, it's my cash app too. Just so you know, ah, PayPal. Um, so, but it's all constantly Gus and follow me on Instagram. Cause that's what I use the most. Oh my gosh. Okay. Lovely. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for answering all my questions that maybe came off as politically incorrect. I not like, at all. Okay. Huh, Literally thank not you. At all. I don't want to be canceled you know, <laughs> by my like 20 fucking listeners. Um, This was delightful. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course.